Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mason Watch Your Mouth podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, today we're gonna be focusing on a movie, uh, on a movie. We're gonna be talking about a movie. Yes, very well. And in the movie's called Pig, and this is gonna be a review. And uh, yeah, it's like the pre- the premise is pretty funny. You know, it, it, it's, it stars Nicolas Cage. And he lives in a, he lives in like a forest in Oregon, in Oregon, I meant to say, with a a pet pig. We never get the pig's name, it's just pig. (laughs) And uh, him and Nicolas Cage, no, her, uh, the pig and Nicolas Cage go looking for truffles in the woods and Nicolas Cage sells, the character Rob sells them to a man named Amir who apparently sell has a business in selling truffles I guess and uh, later on in the story Nicholas Cage gets jumped and his pig gets stolen and then he sets out to find whoever stole the pig and it's like it's just fucking hilarious. I don't know. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I highly suggest you check it out. Check it out. At first, I thought this might be a John Wick-like movie, but it's not really. Like the genre is titled thriller drama. Yeah, it's like yeah. Nick in the in the story, Nicolas Cage goes to his hometown of Portland. No, he goes around asking questions about where his pig is and everything like that. And later on, he teams up with Amir to find the pig. And uh, as it turns out, it was Darius, the uh, Amir's father, who stole, the, who hired pe- these two people to steal the pig from Nicolas Cage. Because you know he believed that uh, the truffle, that the pig uh, has a knack for tr- like tr- tracking down truffles, but as it turns out, no, it's just Nicholas Cage. That's all Nicholas Cage is doing. The pig doesn't really track down the truffles. Yeah, and it's like Nicholas Cage is like, okay, where's my pig? And it turns out the. Oh yeah, before I get into Nicholas Cage, like, wait, hold on, no, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Darius tells Nicholas Cage, is like, yeah, they were too rough with the the pig, and and then ended up dying, and Nicholas Cage gets all sad and all that stuff. Goes back to his uh, little cabin. And uh, mourns another beloved. So apparently, this film is about uh, running away from loss, and and uh, and finally confronting it. It's uh, yeah, that's pretty much the main theme of the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed watching the movie. It's a uh, it's an interesting concept. But, uh, yeah, it's like, 
I, I don't know what to say about it, man. It's just so it's just so strange. It's so strange of a movie. Yeah. So anyway, I rate Pig seven point seven out of ten. You can find this movie on Hulu, and I don't know anywhere else. <laughs> So, uh, since this podcast episode is only four minutes long, I'm going to be reviewing another story. And it's going to be about Gone Girl. So, apparently the movie starts out with Ben Affleck stroking his wife's hair. Uh, the wife's name's Amy. And he's like thinking, and he's like thinking to himself... I want to crack her skull open just to see like what she's thinking about. It's like okay. <laughs> All right. Then later, Nick, who is also a uh, a best-known author, they live in New York and all that. And then uh, he takes out the garbage, and then he goes to a bar that his sister Cole owns. Apparently, her name is Margot. I think. Yeah, it's uh. He has a mastermind board game. Uh, I think it's yeah, a mastermind board game. She throws it away, and then he asks for a drink. She pours him one, and in the morning of the fifth of Amy's fifth wedding anniversary, he, was, he seems distressed and not wants him to be there. Yeah. No, yeah, this is uh, this is all flashback. Okay, and then uh, during the pre- in, in the ten- next in the present day, he gets a call from his neighbor telling him that his cat's outside and everything. He tries calling uh, Amy, or he calls out for Amy once he returns home, and he gets no answer. He goes into the living room and sees the table flipped over and glass topped is shattered and all that on the floor. Nick is screaming Amy's name, startling his neighbors, or startling his neighbor. And, uh, he calls the police, and uh, and uh, some detectives arrive. They take a look at the place. Uh, uh, Rhonda, one of the detectives, uh, spots some uh, blood splatter in the kitchen above the range, in the living room. In the living, no, oh, no, not in the living room. Uh, in the living room, there's a wall with pictures of Amazing Amy, a book series written by Amy's parents. Uh, Rhonda uh, makes a comment about it and says that she loves the book and is surprised to learn that Nick is married to Amy herself. So it flashes back to the year 2007. Nick and Amy are are at the... uh, uh, Amy is at her parents' party with Nick, and it's to celebrate the Amazing Amy book, you know, where she gets married. And uh, Nick and Amy discuss something at the party, I don't remember. And apparently, you know, the fictional Amazing Amy character is just an improved improved version of the real daughter. That they sold to the public, 
and all that stuff. And, uh, and, uh, the father, <laughs> yeah, the father asked the Amy to, you know, hey, can you do some, you know, can you do, get interviewed by these reporters? And she's just like, sure, why not? And, uh, and all the questions, and, you know, and the, and the new interviewers asked some pretty basic questions. And then Nick, Ben Affleck's character, this, you know, pretends to be a reporter and, uh, proposes to her, you know, and, uh, he, he says that she has a world-class vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cut back to present day. Cut back to the present day. Holy shit, this is... Uh, so many flashbacks. Alright, Nick is brought into the police station as quest- and questioned about Amy's disappearance. Rhonda and Jim find it... Uh, kind of, Rhonda and Jim find it kind of strange that he's pretty diff- indifferent and passive when answering his questions. And... The fact he doesn't know Amy, if Amy has any close friends is kind of odd as well. He goes to call Amy's parents. The mother asks to speak to Rhonda in the next room. Nick, Nick finds this figure finds out that his father Bill is in is in is in in there after the police found him wandering around town, having living having uh, left his. Uh, living facility apparently he suffers from alzheimer's and then nick drives him back to the place that his father was at you know back at the uh, living nursing home or something yeah it's a nursing home (laughs) all right flashback to 2009 all right flashback 2009 yeah, Nick and Amy are happily married for two years. Apparently, apparently these scavenger hunts are actually real scavenger hunts. I, I didn't know that. I forgot. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, okay? I've been preparing this for you. I just found the script. Alright. Apparently, they go to the library to have sex in a quiet area, and gives and then Amy gives Nick a gift. He opens the box, and there's high-quality bed sheets in there. She she refers to a private joke they had about how good their sex was was and all that stuff, and that they're too good for ordinary sheets. And he laughs and pulls out the same gift. That he has for her. They got. They both got the same gifts. Go back to present day. All right, I'm gonna read off the Slack section and then I'm gonna stop there because I don't want to spoil the entire movie for you. Yeah, that's that's one of the mistakes I make when doing these kind of things. I'm new to this thing, so uh, yeah, don't don't throw tomatoes at me too much. Or tomatoes, whatever. When questioned about this so-called clue, Nick says Amy always prepares a treasure hunt on their anniversaries. 
Girl school leads to leads to him and Rhonda, the one of the detectives, to his office. And there's a another clue, and there's another envelope on his desk, labeled Clue Two. One of the detectives finds a pair of red panties in his office. They get surprised by the discovery, and. Uh, and apparently it seems to be related to the clue. The second clue mentions a brown house, but tell but you know Nick tells the detectives that he doesn't understand it. Nick goes to his father's old home, who which is playing in blue. You know, he goes there but sets off the alarm. Why would he do that? I forgot. Oh, Okay, now he he enters the code to disarm to disarm it or something, but for some reason it doesn't work. the uh, The phone rings and it, and it is the alarm monitoring company investigating the alarm. Okay. And he tries to I guess he tries to explain to his to them to them that it's his father's house you know the detectives come so he figures they might be must be following him I guess yeah they're following him yeah they're following him he finds the third clue there there but only has time to tuck it into back into his back pocket hiding it from the police I wonder what the third clue is. I don't remember. Like I said, I wrote this script a long time ago. It's kind of banged up, so that's why I'm struggling to read it. But, uh, yeah. The detectives question him as to why he's there. He tells them to come by once a week and... Make sure the place doesn't burn down. Later on, there's a press conference being held. Amy's parents fly in from New York. You know, and they try to spread awareness of Amy's disappearance. Nick is, is asking others for help, but he appears emotionless. And that kind of, you know, you know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, he's asked to pose next to the poster of Amy, and a photographer captures the brief moment when he's when a smile appears on his face. So that's it. I'm not gonna do any more spoilers. I think I went into more detail than yeah. I do. I definitely went into more detail about God Girl than about uh pig but uh i guess i found gone girl more interesting so that's why i i wrote a you know wrote a longer script about it with pig it's like eh it's okay but it's like i don't know if i should get into too much yeah i didn't yeah, I was like, I don't get, I'm not gonna get into too much detail, and uh, I've been planning on doing a Gone Girl review, 
a few days before I even saw Pig, so. And I have housemates that I left the, I left the script out, and uh, apparently there's like restains all over the pages and everything like that. So, uh, note to self, I will keep the summaries shorter, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, what would I rate this movie? I would rate this movie a 8.1. Yeah. And, uh, let me see. What are the problems with this movie? I think it's a bit too graphic with sex stuff. Yeah. Awkward silence, man. Okay. Uh, that's it for this episode. For this podcast episode. Uh, I'll see you all next time, and goodbye. Oh yeah, slight error in the, the reason why Darius kidnaps the, the, the pig. Is because it, uh, he had an agreement with his son Amir not to mess around with each other's business, and uh, he got jealous that Amir was doing good with his truffle business and everything. So that's why he's still the pig. Okay, bye.